Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry and this is my review of Marvel's new blockbuster in cinemas now, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi and starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams and Chiwetel EG4. Phase 4 is well and truly in the mix of it now, establishing a multiverse, opening possibilities that trickle into nostalgia and eye-popping cameos that have put the MCU on another level. The 28th film of the MCU, the 5th film in Phase 4 out of the 11 scheduled, and this is undeniably starting to show some guidance on where Marvel is now going to take us. The witty combination these films are now having with the TV series are now generating a bigger universe than we could have ever projected. If you are on the Marvel bandwagon, as most of the population are now, it goes without saying that preceding expertise to the movies before will help your entertaining eye spot little Easter eggs in the movies to come. That being said, though, neither WandaVision or Spider-Man No Way Home are critical to viewing this movie. They are merely cited in mild dialogue. If we eradicate ourselves from the MCU from where it started in 2008 with John Favreau and RDJ's Iron Man, we are in for a correspondingly electrifying jawhead because this picture is in the hands of a man that kickstarted this whole idea back in 2002. That's right, Sam Raimi, the original director of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man trilogy. After the third Spider-Man and the failure of Oz and a quite impactful drag me to hell, Sam took a backseat from directing and just started to recharge his batteries, unknown to him that his next film would happen almost eight years later and it would be for another shot at a comic book movie. Not just anyone, but one that would sacrifice its integrity to further development of the MCU world by highlighting the notion of the multiverse in spectacular fashion. And let's not forget, Sam Raimi, unlike all the other directors that have lent a hand in the MCU, like Kenneth Branagh, John Favreau, Taika Waititi, the Russo brothers, that Sam Raimi is first and foremost on par with the likes of Wes Craven, Eli Roth, and John Carpenter. That's right, this guy is a horror director, and he didn't shy away from his strengths, and he put his case forward and not changing his style. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe producers agreed, and now this film has legitimately become the first horror movie in the MCU, number 28, but it's ranked 12A, so how much did they let him get away with? Well, it seems a lot, because Sam Raimi didn't hold back in the techniques used in his previous movies, like the Evil Dead movies and Drag Me to Hell. I mean, this guy has experience from all over shot with the horror genre, and he's incorporated them in this movie, given the first glimpse of what a horror Marvel movie looks like. We shouldn't really be surprised with anything Sam Raimi is doing in terms of horror techniques. I mean, he did the same thing with the Spider-Man trilogy. I mean, if you look at Spider-Man 2, the scene where Doc Ock is at the hospital saver, that entire sequence is screaming old-school 80s horror techniques. And the scene involving Venom at the church is a very operatic move done. It kind of has an Exorcist vibe to it in the third movie. So we see these foundations in the original Spider-Man trilogy, and boy, do we see the elements of it here in the new Doctor Strange movie. So how mad is this film? How horrific is the horror? How strange is Doctor Strange going to get? Well, let me try and break down a little synopsis for you, but I'll try not to spoil anything out for you. So Doctor Strange is having nightmares that he can't justify and chooses to continue on his life on Earth, then question his morbid thoughts. Doctor Strange, by the way, is coming fresh off helping everyone forget who Peter Parker is, and Wanda is coming off brainwashing everyone in Westview. And they meet up to discuss the multiverse after Strange comes across the girl from his dreams, who has the ability to travel through different multiverses. 
From there, the story spirals into an unexpected turn where Wanda's alter ego, Scarlet Witch, is fresh off her revenge mindset into seeking her children at any cost now, since the portal to the multiverse is accessible, giving her the option to reunite with her children. This bonkers style of filmmaking here is completely necessary for a film that takes place in several universes with several versions of our characters, and also introducing the Illuminati, a version of the Avengers in another universe, which is something that a lot of fans will be looking forward to. This film is colourfully scary with its approach. It's almost satirically engaging as a mild horror, but completely composed in its tone with the plot of the movie. At times, though, the film can seem messy, but this somewhat reflects the mood of the movie, considering the drastic shift in worlds we experience during a two-hour period. The nostalgia in this movie is not with ex-Marvel characters, but this time with the style of 80s that splashes on the screen thanks to the director, with his 80s approach of horror merged into the latest MCU movie. After we've had a sample of what a multiverse movie looks like with Spider-Man No Way Home with this narrative pinball game we are having between characters and universes, we had an idea of where this film could potentially go, and that itself was part of the misleading hype of this movie. Tom Cruise's Tony Stark or different versions of characters were headline rumours. I won't say yes or no to that theory, however, there is most certainly something in store for you that will leave you somewhat excited depending on your view of it. With this clever idea of the multiverse, a story arc, the windows are wide open to where Phase 4 or 5 could possibly go now. That being said though, now that we've been introduced to this ex-deuce machina of story arcs, this is where lazy writing could fall back onto this concept if they feel they can't excel any further with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that is what I am truly afraid of with Phase 5. What I can say is that you won't be frustrated with this film if you have expectations similar with No Way Home. But what I can also say is that you also have a movie that has sacrificed itself to further develop the rest of the films with this concept of the multiverse and unfortunately it was this film with which consequently leaves this film at times a tad disorganized to the normal demographic the homesickness of past movies as i mentioned is rather misplaced from what we assume we would actually see closer to a wacky and nostalgia of 80s humor movies that can't help but bring a smile to your face when we see a zombie version of dr strange instead of a bonkers cameo that has been rumored as a whole, this film has certainly kept itself original from the other 27 Marvel movies. And that on its own is quite impressive. However, this bombastic sequel is an example of how good the first Doctor Strange was, which appealed more to the core of the story of Doctor Strange and evidently for an adult audience. Where Sam Raimi on this one, his take on the sequel has clearly exploded into this late adolescence ecstasy ride that is using a ridiculous concept in the middle of a character we would like to see further develop, rather than being in this ridiculous situation that was very easily steers away from the core character's arc. The film is exciting yet muddled, easy on the eyes but frustrating and flamboyantly horrific. It's by no means the best of the 28 films, but it is without a doubt crucial to the survival and development of phase four and five if you wish to revisit the first movie please do even check out my podcast on the movie it's uh episode 97 i believe but this movie is definitely something that i believe the best way to describe it is taking us it's taking a bullet for the rest of the movie so it can further develop the rest of the movies to come and i think it's done it in a fantastic fashion which is why i think this film is absolutely bonkers and i believe they've got the right director for the job Anyway, that's my review on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And please subscribe to me on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. And you can give me a follow on Instagram. That's Film Exploration AH or Locator or One Word. But right now, thank you for listening to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. 